Hello, Bridge Builders! I'm here with some exciting news. The first volume of interviews is now available on Amazon.com. The link can be found at eatlunchandboardgame.com. I promise that all proceeds from sales of this book will go right back into this podcast and channel. Whether that is new and better audio equipment for the podcast, or video equipment for the YouTube channel, or even more games to review, the money will not be wasted. Click over to Amazon and get your copy of Eat Lunch and Board Game, the first course today. And thank you for supporting the show. Welcome back to E-Lunch and Board Game. I'm your host, Adam Collins. While having an online meeting with some fellow St. Louis board game designers, the topic came up of the BG Stats app. If you do not have this app, you should go get it. It's like $3, but the metrics it can tell you about your gaming habits is phenomenal. It'll tell you who wins the most between that current group of people you're playing and the game you're playing. So it keeps different stats from when my son and I go against each other in a game, as well as when my wife, my son, and I go against each other at the same game. I have used it for years, and I know people that have used it for even longer than me. I have logged well over 1,200 plays in the app. But this episode is not about the app, though maybe a future episode might be. It is about the game that currently sits as my third most played game logged in to the app. Dice Fight Chicken Edition. Like I said, I've only been using this app for about three, almost four years. So all of my early plays of Catan, Carcassonne, Machi Koro, Seven Wonders, and King of Tokyo are not in there. Dice Fight Chicken Edition, henceforth just to be called Dice Fight, sits third behind only seven wonders and a hilarious bar game called Cock and Bull. When I told this to Dice Fight creator Aaron Wills, he did not believe me. I had to show him via the laptop camera a picture of the app on my phone, and he was absolutely flabbergasted. I don't understand why he was so shocked, though. I know Aaron from many local conventions and game fairs. My son and I bought a copy of his game years ago and has been played many times. Why? Because it's an absolute hoot. I know that's the wrong bird, but I don't think an absolute cluck is a saying. Dice Fight is a very simple game, but as we played it with the wife, we realized there was more strategy to it than we were giving it credit for, and she started playing and just annihilating us. Sadly, the board game geek page for Dice Fight has it at a a 6.5 rating with only one review. But that is incorrect. I have given it an 8. But the logarithms of BGG are a little more complicated than most. As part of this podcast, I implore you to go over, give the game a fan, reach out to Aaron for a copy, and let's get this game the attention and rating it deserves. Rule Clarity The rules are one sheet, mainly consisting of pictures. The rules are very, 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 very clear. They are very short, sweet, and to the point. Time to explain to newcomers. Um, so this game is very simple to explain, and you can do it in about 
60 seconds. You have 10 chicken tokens and a hand of 10 random cards. You pick a chicken to go fight, roll your die, highest number wins. The non-winner or winners are then thrown into the bucket and another round starts. Last player with chickens is declared winner, winner, chicken dinner. Gameplay. I have the original version, and I now know that Aaron has added some modifications. But for the most part, the gameplay has remained the same. To set up, everyone chooses a die of their favorite color and the coop that matches that die. And 10 chicken tokens. These chickens make up your coop. And they are your fighters. Next, shuffle and deal 10 cards face down to every player, setting the rest off to the side. Each player then draws a hand of 5 cards. Each person selects a chicken to enter the fight. And then, everyone rolls their die. Now, I just got my upgrades for Dice Fight, and I did not have the score tracker or coop player mats until a week ago. And I must say, I love the score tracker. It simply helps you keep track as you modify with your cards the current number your chicken resides on. After the roll, each player puts their fighting chicken on the mat at the associated rolled number. Then the highest roll wins. Unless cards are played. The cards can be helpful to you, like adding to your roll with a plus two or plus three, or they could take away from an opponent's roll, like Chicken Little, who is a negative two. As cards are played, the chicken tokens are moved up and down the tracker accordingly. There is no limit to the number of cards that can be played per round per player. The cards, however, are limited to just the ten each player was dealt at the start of the game. Once they're played, cards are discarded, and when you have no more to refill your hand, well, let's just say play your cards wisely. This is where the wife annihilated us with her strategy of card playing. Once everyone agrees that they're finished playing cards, the losing chickens are tossed into the takeout bucket and a new round begins. If a tie for highest roll occurs, both chickens live to fight another round. If there's a tie for lowest, well, both chickens are tossed into the takeout bucket and the replacements are put in the next round. There are cards that can be played that have nothing to do with the fight. These can allow a player to get more chickens from the bucket, steal a chicken from another player, or trade a card for one out of the discard pile, which is my favorite card. Then there is the terrible cancel card. It cancels any card's action that was just played. Then you can cancel the cancel. Then a cancel can cancel a cancel that cancel allowing the original action to happen, and it can get a bit confusing. Again, the last player left with chickens is the winner, winner, chicken dinner. Artwork. Each of the 80 chickens are unique. Aaron is a teacher, and an ex-student of his did an amazing job with the artwork, giving each chicken a different look. Aaron also gave each chicken a little biography that you can go read on the official page at www.dicefight.net. The son has read them all and chooses his team of 10 chickens carefully based on various attributes, either visual, like different colors or if they're wearing glasses, or from their biographies. His favorite top three chickens are goat chicken, peanut, and kebab. Does the chicken assortment make a difference to the gameplay? <laughs> nope, not at all. But the son likes to do it, so we let him do it. Lunchtime potential. I never broke this game out at work. Honestly, I'm not sure why not. It is clearly playable in a lunch hour, even a lunch half hour, 
or, you know, maybe even a lunch 10 minutes, which would be more like a lunch break. This also works well with families. We used to play this game before bed. The wife, the son, and I would play two or three rounds before the son's bedtime. This is what led to becoming the third most played game since I started tracking my gaming. Other. While there is nothing on Etsy for Dice Fight, you can go to the official Dice Fight website, which I have linked to the show notes, where you can purchase a necklace with a chicken tile on it. The son had one of these at one time, but I have no idea where it is now. But it was so cute. He would run upstairs, grab it, and wear it while we played the game. Expansions. Okay, so in my conversation with Aaron about procuring the new revised deck of cards and score tracker and player mats, I noticed on his site another quote-unquote version called 16 Chickens Dice Fight to the Death. I asked if this was an expansion and how I could procure a copy of this myself. It turns out it was actually the original game that was later revised down to just Dice Fight. Well, I bought this deck when I bought the updated fight deck, and Aaron sent me the rules. So I decided that I'm going to talk about this version of the game, too, in this episode, because why not? So, here we go. 16 chickens, dice fight to the death. This version of the game plays over four rounds. The first round, you draft blue cards. The blue deck needs a few good shuffles, then randomly take the top so many cards, depending on the player count. Set the rest aside. You can go ahead and prep the orange deck the same way at this time. Then put the blue deck in the middle of the table and flip over the top four cards, setting them out orthogonally around the deck. Then the first player, the one that makes the best chicken impression, draws the top card and decides whether to keep it or to trade it with a card that is currently face up. The second player follows suit and so on until all the cards are drawn up. The blue cards give the owner of the blue card a way to draft chickens in the next phase. Phase 2. The first player, again, plays a blue card and takes the action. They can be draw one chicken, two chickens, three chickens, double your chickens, steal chickens, etc. The object is to be as close to 16 chickens as possible without going over. If you ever exceed 16 chickens, you must discard down to 10. Once all the blue cards are played, Phase 3 begins. Phase 3 is very similar to Phase 1, except with the orange cards. The player with the fewest chickens drafts first. These orange cards are very similar to the Dice Fight deck. Once the drafting of the orange cards is complete, it is time for Phase 4. Dice Fight! Instead of everyone putting up a chicken at the same time, the player with the most chickens starts the game off with the rooster card. This person then selects an opponent and they duel. Dice are rolled, cards are played, and a chicken hits the bucket. Ties go to the rooster. Then the player with the rooster card can either choose to fight again or pass the rooster card to someone else. And then that person must make a fight combination. There is some chaos in this version of the game too. You can play orange cards whether you are engaged in the fight or not. So, if mom is about to eliminate dad and she has more chickens than you, you might want to save dad with your plus three card. Then there's also the secret weapon card. The secret weapon is a plus two to your roll every time. It can be stolen by way of a couple different orange cards, or 
If you lose your fight while in possession of the secret weapon. If you lose your fight, you have to discard not only your chicken into the bucket, but also the secret weapon card. If a player holding the secret weapon or the rooster card is eliminated, the person who defeated them receives the card. Last player with chickens is once again, winner, winner, chicken dinner. 16 chickens dice fight to the death does take a little longer than dice fight, yet it never loses sight of being a lighthearted and fun family game. And you can definitely still fit that one in on a lunch hour. If you're going to get one version, yeah, might as well go ahead and add the other deck too, because there's no reason not to. Bang for the buck. Okay, so this game sells for $30, and that might seem a bit high, but Aaron orders all the parts from various manufacturers and then assembles each game by hand. So, I must say that it is totally worth the money. Every single last penny. His site currently states that over 125 copies of Dice Fight Chicken Edition have been sold, and that is just not enough. It comes in a glorious takeout bucket, and the cards and dice are of nice quality, but really, the bucket is what makes this game stand out while sitting on your game shelf. Not to mention, it is a heck of a conversation piece. In summary, there is always something about playing a game when you know the designer personally. Every time that the son and I break this game out, I am instantly transported back to playing this game at game fairs with Aaron Wills and my son. Dice Fight offers a great time every time. It plays fast enough that even if you are eliminated, you won't have to wait long for the next game to begin, and there will be a next game. With a family, that can be critical. Keeping the attention span of today's youth can be hard, but the son can play this game many times in quick succession with no hesitation. I love this game, and I urge you to order a copy, rate it on BGG, and start deciding who your favorite chickens are that will carry you to victory and become the winner winner chicken dinner. You can reach out to me on Facebook at facebook.com slash eatlunchandboardgame and email me at eatlunchandboardgame at gmail.com and remember, board games build bridges. Average Joe's Gaming is a weekly podcast brought to you by us. I'm Joe. I'm Tom. We talk about all things game-related. In this hour-long podcast, you'll discover what has arrived in the game room. Which Funko Pop Tom just could not resist. And maybe, if you're lucky, we might get around to talking about games. Might. Tune in weekly. You can find us on all of your favorite podcast formats. When you're gaming, why not be comfy? Go over to supportplayer.org. Click on the cards, pieces, and dice to get some merch. These t-shirts are some of the most comfortable I have ever worn. That's supportplayer.org, and there's a link on eatlunchandboardgame.com.